1: There's a place here at the table, your coats go by the door, you can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor, I hope you wore elastic, cause your waistband's gonna get tight,
0: take time's done, we're having a
1: night. Hi guys, it's Ari.
0: And I'm Sophie, and you're listening to Having a Night, the podcast dedicated to reviving the lost, 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 lost art of the dinner party. Sorry, Ari lost her mic, or she is unable to find her mic, so if she sounds a little bit tinny, please forgive us. Sorry. Please forgive us and keep listening, and while you're at it, rate us five stars. Jesus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what did you eat this week? Oh my goodness. We have been getting... Montreal style bagels. We have actually been smuggling them. We've got, we've like got a guy bringing Uh them. Wow. I had never had one before. I don't think just because it's the flavor to me has been so revelatory. Like I didn't, if I had had one in the past, it was more just like, Oh, this tastes like a Bialy, but these are absolutely incredible. Like I would eat them plain and we've been freezing them and thawing them. And they're just as good.
0: What's the story? Why are they so special? They're smaller, right?
1: They're smaller. They're thinner. They're kind of sweet, but not in a gross way. They just have got like that great bagel chew and they toast really well and they don't weigh you down because they're smaller. But I I don't know. It's something about that like yeasty sweet flavor. Maybe there's some sourdough in there. I don't know, but Mm. they're heavenly and they're kind of flat, almost more like a Bialy, but the hole is bigger And for someone like me who's obsessed with sesame seeds, it feels like you get more sesame seeds, even though they're smaller, just because the flatness, like there's more surface area. I feel like it's hard for sesame seeds to stick to a round, more round bagel.
0: Have you ever had a flagel? Yeah. What is that? Oh, it's a flat bagel. It's a flat bagel. I feel like it's very New York. It's very like tall bagels here. This is like a bagel place. It feels very Upper West side like people who are watching their carbs, but they are good because there's like, there's just more surface area for it to toast. Yeah. And more surface area for your cream cheese. And are you putting, is this a cream cheese? Is this a butter? Is it a jam? I have like
1: been putting all sorts of things on it. Today I made a sandwich on one with turkey and some other people in the house are making turkey sandwiches with apple and Swiss and arugula. So I made one of those delicious. The other day I put some butter and I have some Masago, like those little tiny red, like tobico. I mm-hmm. put like butter and Masago on it. That was really
0: good too. Oh, That sounds so yum. <sighs> yeah. I'm back in the city and I'm very much, I'm hoping that I'll get a bagel tomorrow morning. You should. Very much hoping. Although I had a, I had a not, not so exciting experience with Murray's bagels recently. They feel a little corporate these days, but Hey, what are you going to do? yikes Yikes is right. Oh God, guys, I'm itching these mosquito bites so bad. Okay. I just have to not touch them. Okay. I'm going to distract myself by talking about food. What did you eat this week? Tomato season is really raring in upstate New York right now. It's very exciting. So my Mm -hmm. dad made this just the most perfect tomato salad that I've had in a really long time. It was small tomatoes, but there were green tomatoes, yellow tomatoes, red tomatoes. And I think he just put in really good balsamic, I think olive oil, Jones, balsamic, and olive oil, Jones, olive oil, mm-hmm. and like really kind of thickly chopped basil. And you know how sometimes like a tomato salad kind of gets worse as it sits in its juice? It's like if the tomatoes aren't great, then I feel like they sort of don't stand hmm. up to the dressing, like almost as if the hmm. acidity of a vinegar can break them down. Oh, sure. But these were so good and fresh that like, as the day wore on, all you wanted to do was just, I don't know, eat more of them. And like, you know, of course take a piece of bread and dunk it in the sauce. It was just very, very, very good. And like the perfect taste of summer. So I love that. I need some tomatoes. That's all I want all day. Well, That's our summer food. So guys today is exciting because Mm. I get to sit back and learn from Ari all about the famous foods of Chicago.
1: That's right. Prepare for your lesson. There will be a I,
0: I am prepared. I have always actually felt every time I've gone to visit Chicago, from what I've read about Chicago, I feel like Chicago is the great American city. Like it's wide avenues, beautiful, tall buildings in the downtown area, I guess. But like it just, there's something so classic about it. And I feel like more classic foods have come out of Chicago than any other city. Am I wrong? As a
1: woman born and raised in Chicago proper, I've got to agree. I think it's the greatest city in the country, if not the world, but I'm heavily biased. There have been a lot of fantastic foods, a lot of um, not so great foods, but I think even when you get something controversial like Italian beef or deep dish pizza, if you get it from the original place, it's great. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. great in its own way. It's not like we invented some like deep fried cheese on a stick that is just kind of not satisfying Every If like, if you get a bad imitation of deep dish, it's going to be terrible. And you're going to regret every moment that you spent eating it. But I think if you, all the Chicago classic places that uh, started these strange foods, they're worth a try. Of course. Everything in in its season, which is something I will say over and over again. I really do not believe in eating deep dish pizza when it is like above 32 degrees outside. Interesting.
0: Okay. So you feel that there are certain foods in Chicago that are just seasonal or all foods in Chicago are seasonal? Mm, Certain. So like, is a hot dog
1: a summer food? No, I feel like hot dogs might be the one exception. Hot dogs are always a late night food. Of course, they're a great summer food, but I think year-round, they're great. They're delicious. I really don't think a New York hot dog stands a chance next to a Chicago-style hot dog. When you think of Chicago foods, what do you think of? Because I think we're going to do a two-part episode, and we can stick to just like the fun, more cliched things that everyone has heard of. And then next week we can get into, we'll have our friend Alana on, who's someone whose family is deeply, deeply steeped in Chicago food history, Eli's Cheesecake. Um, And we can talk more about like, did you know this and
0: historical facts? And I love it. Some real info. So I obviously think about deep dish, which I don't think I've ever had proper deep dish pizza in Chicago. What gets me excited about Deep Dish is the fact that it's a lot of cheese. Yeah. Right? Isn't cheese the centerpiece?
1: Yeah. I think it's all about the cheese. Like, I'm a person who will order extra cheese on a pizza if it's my first time ordering from a certain pizza place, and I'm nervous (laughs) that there's going to be pieces without enough cheese, and I'm going to be jealous.
0: So, Yes. yes.
1: (laughs) I think that is that is symptom, you know, that is a symptom of me having been brought up on deep dish or at least around it. Well, it's more of a pie. So if you get just a plain deep dish, it's like a pie crust, a savory pizza dough in a pie shape and then um filled with cheese, but the dough, the bottom is pretty thick, so it kind of sponges up. It's cheese and then the tomato sauce on top. Wow. And wait,
0: what's the most famous deep dish place? There's Lou Malnati's, Lumal Lou Malnati's, right. Yeah. What's your favorite? I love Pequod's.
1: It's just a smaller, divier place. Lou Malnati's has like a bunch, a bunch of chains now.
0: Right. Okay, so I definitely think of deep dish. I think about hot dogs, but only because of you. Like, Hmm. I would not have thought about hot dogs before becoming such close friends with a Chicagoan because I would have thought that hot dogs were a New York thing, which I'm sure is like sacrilege and probably wrong.
1: <laughs> what is a New York hot dog? I don't even know what that means. People it's are one like, that you get... New
0: York hot dogs. But what is it? Just because- It's just like one that you get from a papaya? vendor. No, no, no. I mean, I love Grace papaya, but like I think of a New York style hot dog as like just one that you get from a vendor on the street, from like a hot dog vendor on the street.
1: Oh, that's so just like a boring boiled, hot, gross hot dog.
0: Yeah. Exactly, uh-huh. but you gotta have one at least in your New York tenure. Yeah, so def- so hot dogs, but now, now hot dogs, when you told me about that relish, I nearly fainted, the blue-green mm-hmm. relish. Eli's Cheesecake, of course. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a, such a thing as like a Chicago-style steakhouse, like that feels Correct. very true to me. Correct, one point. <laughs> Yay, thank God. <laughs> But that's sort of okay. That's sort of where I've landed. Now you tell me. Okay. Well, Chicago style hot dog is really, I
1: really do think a beautiful thing. Every time I bite bite into one, I'm like, this is incredible. Wow, this is that good? Yeah, if you do it right, and you kind of have to take the time. It's it's definitely a little more um, like time intensive than a burger, even though I feel like that seems counterintuitive. But it's all about the toppings. A Chicago, Any Chicagoan will tell you that it is sacrilege in the city to get, have ketchup anywhere near the hot dog. That's so, so ketchup, crazy. Maybe it has to do with, like well, this is something we can ask Alana, like German roots in the city, but mustard is what goes on a hot dog. But not good mustard, like French's yellow mustard. A Chicago-style hot dog is also like a feast for the eyes. It's like a rainbow beautiful thing. I used to be obsessed. I think I talked about this in a previous episode on the way to school, there was this huge mural of the like Vienna beef, Chicago hot dog as a ship pulling into Chicago off li- Lake Michigan. And uh-huh. I would just like, I was remember like sitting in traffic, trying to get to school and just staring at it, like memorizing all of it. There's like a little tomato that they're like hoisting up onto the oh ship. God. It's um it's amazing. So, well, first let's talk about the hot dog itself. You need a kosher, all beef hot dog. They're not pork hot dogs. Um, some places boil or steam them. Ooh. I'm partial to a different style, Chicago style hot dog, which is charred, a char dog.
0: Oh, that so sounds amazing.
1: It is. So then it's like you get the snap of a good hot dog plus like the crisp of the grill. So mm-hmm. it's like a double texture situation. Poppy seed bun is essential. I cannot stress this enough. I'm very deep into what seeds go on, what carbohydrates, if you haven't noticed, but poppy seeds, they have to be poppy. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what really a poppy seed tastes like, but the experience, it's just textural, I guess. And also like just to get in your teeth, it's just wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So one question. Yes. How long is the hot dog?
1: It's not super long.
0: Okay. In my head, it's, it's like, like a 12 a giant 12 incher. Okay. No, mm-hmm. it's like a regular, it's like six inches or whatever.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Average. I'm sure there are places
1: that do longer. Then you have your French's yellow mustard. You have your neon green relish, which is like a sweet relish. It must be onions and pickles, but the color of it is really out of this world. It's like um, Nickelodeon slime colored.
0: Guys, it's worth looking it up if you are not familiar with it because I looked it up a couple months ago and I audibly gasped. I could not believe that this was the relish that Ari had been talking about. It's insane.
1: Overcome by its beauty. It's It's almost more blue than green. Indeed. It's crazy. It has a lot of blue undertones. Then you have uh, some finely chopped white onion, like a Vidalia sweet onion, raw. You're also going to have some celery salt. That's on there.
0: Oh, um,
1: And then, of course, you have, this is why Chicago uh, hot dogs might be more of a summer thing, sliced tomatoes quartered, like really, even like eighths of them. Mm. Like it, like quarter a tomato and then cut it in half again. So you put oh, wow. like two or three on opposite sides. And then you have um, one whole pickle sphere. Lying in bed with the hot dogs. Lying in bed with the hot dogs, like canoodling with the hot dog. And then you have sport peppers, which are these really hot pickled peppers that are really, they're smaller than a jalapeno and they're like sharper at the end. I don't know what kind of pepper they are. They must just be like some kind of small Italian pepper, like a garden pepper that they pickle and it's hot, spicy. Wow. Are they chopped? Are they just whole? they're whole. So there's oh like two God. or three of those on there. So the relish is sweet, but the peppers are hot. So that's oh a Chicago God. style hot dog with everything on it. And it really is so half salad. It's a and lot is of there, veg on it.
0: Right. It's a lot of veg, a, a lot of veg that may be not identifiable as being a vegetable, but in its well, original form.
1: Well, you, I mean, you see the, the full uh, pickle and you that's see true. It, there's, there's tomatoes on it. Like it's and you see little peppers, it's, you've got, there are a lot of, um, like there's the freshness of certain ingredients, like the raw onion and the tomato. And then there's like the pickled of these other ingredients. It's a really, a, it's truly a fantastic food. It might be
0: a perfect food. I don't know. I have to, I've, I've got, next time I'm there, I can't believe you've never taken me. That's a you real know, shock. Sorry. So you get drunk. Is there one particular place that does in your mind, the perfect Chicago style hot dog?
1: The place we would always used to go to growing up because it was kind of central to where we all lived was called the Wiener Circle, still exists. Very classic, very controversial space because uh, lots of fights broke out there. But the hot dogs are char dogs and they are so good. And it's open really, really late. There's Red Hots, there's um, Demon Dogs is super duper good. There are a, a truly a... a I don't know if there are any that are bad. A real Chicago connoisseur or someone who lives there now could tell us, but those are my top places.
0: And like, are you, is it sat Would it be sacrilege to go and be like, uh, yeah, I'll have a hot dog with no mustard or like no pickle. No. Is it like, okay. So you could say withhold certain things, but if you were like with ketchup, please, they would look at you like you were a pariah, right?
1: Yeah. Or, or they would like, you know, make some sarcastic comment. I okay. think Chicagoans are very nice. So they're That's not true. really, they would tease you, but I think there are certain people who, it was probably worse 20 years ago. I think now right. people have become more accommodating to other people's tastes. Right.
0: I could talk Gosh, about Chicago that sounds good. hot
1: dogs all day. And like I said before, the great thing about a hot dog is you really feel like you could eat more than one. And when we're eating burgers, especially like a Sophie style big, thick,
0: medium rare burger, it's like oh yeah, just one. Oh, it's one and done for the day. Yeah, you know I'm like exhausted. Three PM rolls around, I gotta go to bed. But yes, it's true. I mean, the beauty of uh, God, a hot dog is a good thing. Hot dog is a really wondrous thing, and I haven't had a good one in a while. What's like the next big ticket Chicago style food item?
1: Um, well, we've got deep dish pizza, which, God, I haven't had in so long. The cool thing about deep dish pizza is that the um, not only is it it's opposite be- or uh, backwards because the tomato sauce is on top, but the which, that also means, pardon me, that the, um, the toppings are in the inside. So it's kind what? of, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You like cut into a mushroom deep dish pizza and it's like these mushroom encased in this cheese. It's kind of like a marbleized situation. Wait, so
0: where is the mushroom in relation to the cheese?
1: They, Underneath? They just like, no, it's like mixed in there with it. Like it almost Whoa. feels like in certain places, it like somehow feels like it's coagulated. I mean, that might be a, a personal taste thing. Some places it's kind of more on top, but not all places do toppings on top. Usually it's, they still just have a tomato sauce on top.
0: Wow. Okay. So they put, always have a tomato sauce. There's no such thing as like a white pie.
1: There might maybe be. There is, there's whatever. There's such
0: thing as everything. And the crust, it's like a savory, it's like a, almost like a quiche crust. Almost. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's got that, or like more like a Detroit style pizza, you know, that kind of delicious oh, crust that? that gets like, oh my God. It's like oh pan God. pizza in a square. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it's, because of all the, they, I think they must put oil in the pan before they put the dough in kind of like a focaccia. So it gets super crispy and absorbs all this oil. So it's like that kind of like, it's a, like, I don't know, a quarter inch thick Yeah, and it's, it's got like a really nice olive oily taste and yeah, it's, it doesn't snap but it doesn't crumble it's just yes, like a nice it crunches. thin yeah it, it kind of crunches yeah
0: have mm. you ever been to mama's too here on the upper west side no oh it's a pizza place that has i mean it's my favorite slice i've ever had in new york and i've only had it one time and then covid hit and i i was very distraught i mean i think it's still around thank god but like i guess they properly closed it's that thing where like the bottom is so crunchy and it's really oily but you can still taste the other things. It's not like the oil overpowers it. It's just like, yeah. just additive, if you will.
1: Oh, oh my God. I have had pizza from there. I forgot. I ordered from there because I, I watched the Oscars at a friend's house uh, this year who lives up there. And I was like, I need to get this pizza. I've been hearing so much about it. It's Detroit style. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my, oh, hey. I had no idea that it was Detroit style, but when you were just describing that, well, that's my favorite style of pizza, you guys. Bye. Detroit. Or Neapolitan. So wow. Deep dish pizza. Well, I would love to have, I mean, what would of course be the most fun is like if we just went there for five days and each day did at least one of these things.
1: Man, now I'm looking at pictures of deep dish and I don't see many with toppings in the inside. But and I'm like, am I crazy? But I know I'm not. I don't no, know No, you're well, not crazy. Stay tuned for next week
0: when alone like, schools me. Like cutting through the layers of the earth, you know, it's like <laughs> By the time you get to the bottom, just a whole different texture than you expected. Oh, it's so exciting.
1: All of human history is in this one slice of pizza.
0: And is it a person? It's not a personal pie, right? Because it's way too heavy. Okay.
1: I don't know if some places do that. That would be insane. But yeah, this is like a one slice, one or two slice
0: situation.
1: To me, it doesn't have the casual feel of pizza because you can't really pick it up and eat it with your
0: hand. Ah, I think that's the big
1: difference.
0: God, so you I mean, have to use maybe, a knife and fork.
1: Yeah, there are some places. That's a traditional style. I'm sure there are some places now that's more of a hybrid. Yeah, where you could kind of pick it up, but it doesn't have the, any kind of flop. Your arm,
0: your hand might get tired. It's heavy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm such a foreigner. I'm like, okay, so what? What is the texture of your pizza where you come from? Like, how do I not mm-hmm. know these things? But someday I will. Well, I guess I'm being schooled now. Okay, then what's the deal with a steakhouse? A Chicago-style
1: steakhouse, I'm so excited to have Alana on because Eli's Cheesecake started off as Eli's Steakhouse and was like one of the seminal Chicago steakhouses in the 20th century. A typical Chicago-style steakhouse is just more kind of upscale feeling than a New York-style steakhouse Ah, or just different, I guess. Typically in a Chicago-style steakhouse, they will bring out the cuts of steak before to show... it, It really feels like something that was owned by the butcher.
0: Nice. which still, you know,
1: um, could be true of New York steakhouses as well, but they'll typically be like, this is the filet mignon. This is the ribeye. This is the prime rib, whatever. This is the T-bone. Um, and everything is super a la carte. Like you yeah. order your steak and then your sides and then your sauce, but it's just very white tablecloth. And there's a more of like a, a simplicity to it that feels different to me than, than New York. So I'm sure it's obviously Alana will be able to point to all of the, the real fundamental differences, but.
0: So it sounds like it's sort of like a Morton's versus a Peter Mm -hmm. Lugers, right? Like Lugers only has one kind of steak. They don't show it to you. It's sort of like fun that they're kind of assholes. There's nothing white tablecloth feeling about it except for the fucking price. Okay. Got it. But it's still all family style, not the steak, but like the, the sides would be family style or no.
1: You know what? I'm, yes, I I think so, yes. Okay. Oh, give me that cream spinach. Gosh, now I really want a steak. I think I'm having fish tonight, but God, now I really want red meat. I really want to go to a
0: steakhouse. Yes, speaking of red meat, tell me.
1: I think the one Chicago-style big contender of Chicago-style foods um, that I cannot remember ever having, I'm sure I have had it, but I don't have a memory of it, is Italian beef.
0: What the fuck is Italian beef? I don't even know what that is.
1: It's a type of Chicago-style beef sandwich. The most famous one is this place called Al's. Um, It's like, I think it's like in Little Italy or on the north side. And I know I've been there and I know like I've picked up from there. With I I remember going with my dad and it's almost like a roast beef sandwich, um, kind of like a French dip. Like it's all about the sauce, the kind of beef jus. Uh huh. And I know there's some kind of like Chicago debate or not even debate, you know, like competition, mm, jousting competition battle. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, or like, you know, I've, just jets I, and the I, sharks. Exactly. That's really yes. what I was thinking. Of. I just started snapping my fingers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's between like, if, if you get order peppers on it or not, <laughs> but there's no cheese on it. It's not a Philly cheesesteak, but it okay. is, it's like French bread, I don't think it's been toasted and it's just like, they've just got these vats of I'm sure like delicious, super thinly sliced roast beef. That's like been marinating in this delicious Woo! beef stock sauce. And then they kind of pour it on and it gets really wet. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I'm sure you can order like extra sauce and you can order peppers on it that I believe have been cooking in the same sauce.
0: And it's only beef and peppers. There's no additional anything. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cause that's, I mean, what's, I feel like I feel very intimidated by ordering a Philly cheesesteak when I'm in Philly, because it does feel very like, unlike the hot dog, if I order it wrong, I will be laughed out of the entire city. Right. Yeah. It's like whiz wit. But then I'm like, oh, oh God, I have no idea. It's so complicated.
1: Yeah. Um, And also, sorry, Philly, but that, I think that's gross. Like is all about like the getting the best beef and they're like slicing it. It's like really, to me, that's Chicago, like doing it the right way and putting mm. in the time and they're like family owned places, a lot, a lot of these places. And They've been doing it the same way for generations. There's no cheese whiz. If they put cheese on it, it's going to be like from some place that's also Chicago-owned. You know?
0: there's- well, there's also a provolone option, but still. But yes, I but hear yeah. you. But yeah. there is something about Chicago foods that feels very dynastic. Dynastic, dynastic, right? Great like, that it feels like these, these um, restaurants and companies and stuff that have been passed down through generations and that there's so much pride in continuing it. Like, like Alana, I mean, she works for Eli's Cheesecake, which is so amazing. And her grandfather started it and now she's there working there. And like, I just, I mean, I want to make a movie about it, right? It's, it's like, so that's cool. the ideal. Wait, there was one really, really famous restaurateur who passed away recently, who was like a famous Chicago. Charlie Trotters. Thank you, Charlie Trotter. So what was the story with Charlie Trotter? Charlie Trotter
1: was like truly one of the first- super duper French inspired like high end restaurant tours. He was a chef, but you know, like coursed out four or five hour long, super special meal. I think Mm -hmm. that they were, he was one of the first people to do it in this country and certainly the first in Chicago. And he just had this gorgeous restaurant. It was like a townhouse. And I remember, um, a bunch of us went in eighth grade there was like some fun little contest. Like if you write an essay about your relationship <gasps> to food, you can go, go to Trotters and, you know, it was during an off hour, like at three or four and they took us through the restaurant and showed us how oh. everything was made. And that was a like, thinking back, that was probably a huge foundational moment for me and like my interest in, in food and cooking.
0: I'm sure that's so special.
1: Aww. So then he had like Trotters to go, but just really like Probably, I don't know where he is on the timeline with like an Alice Waters, but just like f- paying attention to a, a locality of ingredients and where he's sourcing and just super duper, not like Alice Waters, like extreme French techniques and, you know, the most beautiful food you've ever seen and just really super duper luxury, high end, beautiful food. Right. There's also Spiaggia, which my my friend Liz's family owned, still own, which is like this quintessential, amazing Italian restaurant in Chicago, up on this really high floor downtown. Do you
0: do you think that the most that like the nationality most represented in Chicago is Italian?
1: I don't know. It's but so Chicago is so sprawling and it's yeah. so d- divided, unfortunately. I mean, they're like Pilsen is so huge, and that's just a huge Latinx community. And I mean, the, there is just the the Mexican and South American, Central American food you get in Chicago. I think blows away New York.
0: Well, it's New York just, sucks for that. Yeah. But Um, what about LA? Does it blow away LA? Well, it's hard to say. I don't know. Who can say? Yeah. Hard to (laughs) say. Hard to say.
1: But there's a great, there are all these great places that do like goat tacos and goat consomme. They just like slow cook this, all this goat and like in a taco, it's unbelievable.
0: Okay. I have a big question for you. If you could only eat, let's say that you were going to Chicago for one week and you weren't going to be back for two years. Oh my God. Okay. What five restaurants would you eat at? This is so hard. Not Um, including like without taking away the idea of like, oh well, I would be too full from this one to eat at that. Like all of those things aside. It's hard for me because
1: truly the last few years I've not gone home so much. And when I have gone home, it's been for holidays, so we don't eat out. So I'm not sure what exactly the restaurant landscape is like, even in the last five years. It's just been been a minute. Which is sad, but um, I would certainly go to this place called the Athenian Room, which has gotten some kind of national press because, like, Tina Fey loves it, and I feel like Bourdain loves it. Um, there has been some drama because this woman Anna, who I guess is not owner, I always assumed she was an owner because she's always there, she's the manager. She, I think, like with COVID, like got pushed out. So I, I feel like some people are boycotting it right now. So I might have to check in next week and and before i give my full endorsement but if it was the athenian room from a year ago it is like the perfect family casual greek place it was right by my high school um and they just have this incredible it's like steak gyros this incredible roast chicken and everything is in that like Greek style, heavily like vinegary, oregano, lemon marinade Yeah, and like steak fries. And that's the, the menu is so small. The place like has never been changed. It's like those old, big floppy laminated menus. Of course. It's really Uh dark in there. And also all the food to go just holds up remarkably well. It's so affordable. There's no booze. There's a bar connected next door. You can buy a drink and then bring it back in. (sighs) That's the dream. It really is so, so good and comforting. So that would be one. Um, I would answer your question, like, where should we go? Because you were okay, saying, cool, let's go cool, for cool. five days. So we should go to Piqua's, um, no matter what time of year it is, and get some pizza, some deep dish. We'll get a hot dog at either Wiener Circle or Demon Dogs. We will go to Gene and George Eddies, which is like the other quintessential Chicago, like kind of the classic old school Chicago style steakhouse. It's kind of further South and it's a super Italian steakhouse. So like you, you can get steak, but you can also get like penne alla vodka or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, me up. I, I haven't been there in ages. Okay. So there's this newer, incredible restaurant near my parents called Mott Street. It's got some Vietnamese and, and Thai influence a lot of seafood, but they also make a great burger. It's just super casual and the food is, it's just so, it's very exciting to me, mm-hmm. you
0: know? Can I ask you a question about, this is something that I've, I am, continue to be fascinated by with Chicago. Mm-hmm. These liquor stores that are also bars. Oh, I haven't seen that. Do you don't know what I'm talking about? No. There's some, it's like the most atmospheric thing I've ever seen, but there, it's like a large liquor store, but then in the front, there's what looks like a dive bar. And apparently they're like all over Chicago. It's not like, oh, it's one. And it's not like a gimmick at all. I mean, it looks Is like it new, no, 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 no. I mean, it looks like people who are like pretty sort of, you know, down on their luck. It's definitely not like a fancy thing at all, but I don't know. I'll have to look it up and like send you one. So are you, you can sure? Like, oh, that's a that's- liquor store? Yes. And they look like a dive bar, but I guess it's like, you can buy a bottle. I don't know. I'll look it up. I
1: mean, the dive bar culture in Chicago is fascinating in that it's kind of like a relic of how every other city used to be. Probably maybe it's Mm. the same in parts of Philly, but there's just like a teeny little family. Well, it's not, necessarily family owned, but like neighborhood joints, like that's just where you go to get your drink. It's not fancy. It's not cool. That's just where the people who live in those four blocks, they get their drink at roses or, you know?
0: Yes. It's funny when Harry and I were out there the last time we were out there and we saw one of our friends, Danny, who Ari is also very close with, we were like, Oh, where should we go? And he just sent us to his neighborhood bar. Mm -hmm. And it's that it's like New York. So doesn't have that for a -hmm. a million reasons, but it's so great. And you feel like it's a place where people would actually know your name and like, remember you and just know your order. And it wouldn't be a thing. It wouldn't be like, you know, I sort of ingratiated myself for months. It's just, no, you live in the area. So they know you. Yeah. That's so great. a Cheap beer. And I also think this place also had pretty decent food, like not just shitty only fried bar food.
1: Oh, anyway. usually, yeah, there's usually not a lot of food in Chicago bars. There are, uh, there's a tamale guy or guys or, and gals who come around because yeah, Chicago food and bars is not really a thing that happens that like you have to kind of go out of your way to a hot dog stand mm. to get food. But the, usually someone will come through with like, a, a cooler that's actually filled that's hot. That's filled with like little tamales that are wrapped in aluminum foil. So in the morning, yeah, it's a fantastic food city we have got a great burrito if you want it. I know how you like a
0: burrito. God, I love a burrito. God, I love a burrito. Well, I That's, feel like this is a very good a place a good place to start, and then I'm Alana like, will fill us out, fill everything out, and oh my God, yeah, we will just keep, keep moving. Her,
1: she's gonna be like oh. you are wrong about everything. <laughs> Ketchup is n- not only allowed but encouraged. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Yeah. So, guys, tune in next week. That'll be a really fun show with us. She's with also just
0: incredible. She used to work at Munchies, which is like the food arm of Vice, Um, and she's so funny and great. And went to Ballymalu, the cooking school in Ireland. Yep. And anyway, we've been trying to get her on forever, and now she finally is. So exciting! Well, Ari, thank you for schooling me in Chicago stuff. I'm very hungry now. You're welcome. You're going to have to um, school me in like something, everything. <laughs> everything Not- I know you also know. Anyway. Okay, guys, we'll be back next week. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, listeners.
1: Thanks, guys. Please uh, stay safe out there. Rate us five stars if you got a minute. DM us any cooking pictures, questions concerns, and we'll see you on the next Chip Hour, too.
0: Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota,
1: we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.